Hello and good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to Friday, December the 11th. And uh, thanks for taking time to tune in to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday uh, as we conclude the week, um, as we conclude the second week of Advent uh, and move into the weekend where we light our rose-colored candle, uh, signifying the time is drawing near. It is getting short. That time of preparation, uh, it, it's becoming increasingly more important. It is, it is time. So uh, let's open up um, scripture today. You know, I tell you that uh, during Advent, we don't do sequential readings. It, it uh, pops around. Well, it's sequential from yesterday. We, it's actually the third day in a row that we will be in Matthew chapter 11. Uh, two days ago, we were later in the chapter than we jumped up earlier yesterday. And today will flow um, exactly after the verses from yesterday. So it's Matthew chapter 11, verses 16 to 19. So Matthew 11, 16 to 19. Let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds, To what shall I compare this generation? It is like children who sit in marketplaces and call to one another, We played the flute for you, but you did not dance. We sang a dirge, but you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they said, He is possessed by a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they said, Look, he is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is vindicated by her works. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So again, um, important to know, and 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 honestly, this is uh, this happens in scripture a lot. To whom is Jesus speaking? Because that addresses necessarily on on uh, a number of occasions how we uh, interpret and understand uh, what's happening, and and to whom Jesus is speaking means okay. What do I have to take that as today? And so. Um, this is saying Jesus is speaking to the crowd, so he's speaking to you and I. He's not just speaking to the Pharisees and the scribes, the teachers of the law, and so that you know pertains more to them. No, he's speaking to all of us. To what shall I compare this generation? It is like people who are, are saying, listen, we can't, we can't please you. What's, what's going on? What do you need? For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they said he is possessed by a demon. And the Son of Man, of course, Jesus, it's the title he uses for himself, the human one. The human one, Jesus, Son of Man, came eating and drinking, and they said, look, he is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors. But wisdom is vindicated by her works. I think, brothers and sisters, because again, we, we looked at this, I, I think this last summer when we went through Matthew's gospel. So what on earth do I have to say about it now more than I did then? But I think what it's inviting us to is, is this Advent. What does that mean about Jesus being born in me? And when I was praying over the scripture this morning, what came to me was that idea of how 
I'll say I, but I think it's true of us. I think it's a human nature, uh, uh, just a human instinct. We place people in boxes, and the more I can place you in a box, I do not have to get to know you. And therefore, anything that you have to say to me, I can discard because I've neatly placed you in this box. These people were whom, he, again, he's speaking to the crowd. So he's saying, listen, you guys are like these kids. You're like this. You're saying, listen, John neither came eating nor drinking. So, okay, what, what box do we put John in and his disciples? All right, he's possessed by a demon. Well, and Jesus came eating and drinking. What box can we place him in? Uh, he's a, a, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of the wrong type of people. So I, I don't have to listen to his words because drunkard, you know, glutton, befriends the wrong people. John over here, possessed by a demon, he's, he's out there eating, you know, uh, grasshoppers and wild honey. I mean, what's, what's wrong with that guy? And, and what it does, my friends, is it allows us to stay the same. It's our natural human instincts that protect us that say, okay, I don't have to move. What, isn't that the first law of, of mathematics? An object at rest stays at rest. And, and it allows me to stay at rest. But if I were to engage in this, it invites me to something new. You know, the first words of Jesus, I think I've said this before a number of times, but the first words of Jesus in, in, in Mark's gospel, and, and if you don't believe me, go look at it, is repent. Repent and believe the gospel, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, that's when he's 30. It's not a Christmas thing, but we hear that a lot because those are the words of John, right? Repent, repent. Now, we can often think that means that repenting is calling us to acknowledge our sinfulness and ask God forgiveness. Well, there's something to that, but that's not really what the word means. We've, we've come to, to understand it now, and that's, that's kind of its meaning that we take it now. No, repent means to turn around, to think differently, because we're going in this direction, and what has that helped us? How has that served us? we got to stop. we got to do a 180-degree turn and think completely differently. That's, that's what that word repent means. And I think that's what Jesus is inviting us to in this gospel, brothers and sisters. Because if I can just put somebody in a box and say, ah, John the Baptist, his followers, anybody like him, they're, they're like monks. They're like, you know, those who, who are, are cloistered, cloistered, you know, Carmelites. Ah, that's just a, those people are, they, they don't understand the world. They don't live in it. I, I don't have to listen to what they say. That, that, that's fringe stuff. And Jesus, he's fringy because look who he's talking to. We shouldn't be talking with them. That's fringe. I don't have to repent in the sense of turning around because I have not been challenged by either of them because I've chosen to, to discard their voices. But if I were to engage with them and say, John, followers, People like him. Tell me why you do what you do. Help me understand your understanding of Scripture and how it calls us to that. Because all of a sudden, then, I'm going to learn. And I'm going to be challenged. 
And likewise, if I do that with Jesus and his followers and say, help me understand why you're living like this. And, and help me understand the intention and the heart of what it, it's inviting me to. Then I'm going to be challenged, right? Because then I'm engaged. Forgive me, Francis says it all the time, dialogue and encounter, dialogue and encounter. It is through dialogue, not just with those who we think similarly to, but those particularly whom we think differently from, those ones that you and I discard and say, I don't need to talk to them, that's too much energy. Well, sometimes it may. And there's a time to love ourselves and say, I cannot chase that. But there's a time, brothers and sisters, where we must, because that is how we, you and I, are stretched. And we, we have to be stretched into the full image and stature of Jesus Christ, because that's what Paul ta- talks to us about. That's what the walk invites us to. Brothers and sisters, to love in community, and, and make no bones about it, it is not just God in you and God in me. It is God in us. Whoever us is, in my marriage, in my family, in my faith community, in my neighborhood, in my country, if that's my us, it is all God and us. To love in community does not mean we are a monolith and we all think alike. That's not it at all. That's dangerous. But it invites us to love in the midst of thinking differently and in the midst of encountering and understanding life differently. If, using this example of the gospel today, I go to John and John's followers and say, help me understand why, why you are living as your discipline is and understanding the heart of that and saying, wow, that's fascinating. And then I understand and I go and talk to Jesus and his disciples. Why are you living like this? And help me understand that. Oh, that's fantastic. I may find a middle ground that works for me, but I've actively chosen that. I may go toward one or the other. I may not be, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm not trying to be a, a nine on the Enneagram and bring John and Jesus together and find a middle ground for them to be the same. No, they have to be who they are called to be, and I have to be who I'm called to be. But I can't just put them in boxes so I can be lazy, so I can avoid dialogue and encounter. No. If through dialogue and encounter, I come to my own way. Praise God for that. But to love in community means I cannot just discard and say, I don't have to be like them. I'll gravitate to these over here and that's it. To love in community means just that. I love you even though you and I see things differently. But at least I understand now why you see them as you are and I respect that. And I love you in the midst of that. I mean, I like it. But your choices, because I choose over here, but I love you because now I understand. Wisdom is vindicated by her works. Let's, let's watch again, not the finger pointing. Let's watch where it points to. How does John and his actions point and, and get us deeper to the kingdom of God and Jesus and his actions deeper? Because both do. And both carry some of the truth. Let's decide in Advent to truly dialogue and encounter, to repent in the best sense of that word, to turn around and to allow ourselves to be challenged and not discard 
and just stay here because it's comfortable and easy. Let's pray. Again, invite you to just bring any intentions, any people that may have been on your heart today, any situations. Let's bring them to prayer. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth sorrowful mystery, Jesus dies on the cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, blessings to you. Thanks for uh, opening up God's word with me today. Have a wonderful weekend uh, as we cross this threshold into the third week of Advent. I'll see you again on Monday.